This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, May 4th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. Many Americans feel like the United States is safer because of the death of Osama bin Laden and that the blood and treasure spent in Afghanistan has suddenly become more worthwhile. But the big lesson to be learned, says Cato Institute Research Fellow Ben Friedman, is how little has changed since the death of an al-Qaeda leader. After Obama announced uh, that bin Laden had been killed, uh, we saw the spontaneous celebration in front of the White House. Uh, we saw people at a, a Phillies game, Phillies-Mets game, uh, chanting USA. And all that stuff is great, and it's very natural that Americans uh, would be joyful uh, and feel a sense of justice uh, that this guy who is a mass murderer of people, uh, many cases that Americans knew uh, or, or were related to, had been killed. So uh, I wouldn't begrudge people their celebration. At the same time, I don't think it's the case uh, that we ought to act like we just got Hitler, uh, which is precisely what Rudy Giuliani said yesterday. And I don't think uh, that we should say this is like V-Day or victory in one of the world wars, uh, which was a, a victory against an organized, established army and a uh, powerful state. It's sort of bin Laden's fantasy uh, that he would be treated that way in death. He's a guy who tried to uh, bluff his way to being a great international figure and in some ways succeeded, uh, a guy who uh, had a totally nonsensical idea that he could restore the caliphate, a guy whose most effective uh, means of terrorism was to frighten people and sort of uh, cause us to think that him and his organization were 10 feet tall. But the truth was, uh, he wasn't 10 feet tall. He was an uh, inspirational leader for a relatively small group of violent and deluded people. He was always that, uh, particularly since 9-11, and he died hiding, uh, albeit in a, in a fairly big compound. But he uh, died hiding out and on the run and not with any real operational control of the organization that he founded. And every single one of his goals, uh, for the most part, failed, except killing a few Americans. So uh, we ought to celebrate, but we shouldn't treat him like Hitler because that's what he would have wanted. I think we should all sort of move on with our lives and feel a little better than we did the day before, uh, but not sort of uh, go nuts about this. I don't think there are actually that many important takeaways for American foreign policy from this. We were hunting a terrorist and we found him. Um, I think what's more important to me is what we shouldn't learn from this, or what we didn't learn from this, which is, uh, number one, this had really nothing to do with the war in Afghanistan beyond geographic proximity. Uh, the intelligence that caused uh, this raid came from detainees in uh, Gitmo, and uh, most of the intelligence work then was done in Pakistan. So uh, the war in Afghanistan, which is being fought ostensibly for counterterrorism and as an anti-Al-Qaeda venture, uh, really is just unrelated, and that's consistent with what a lot of us have been saying for a long time, which is that occupational wars uh, are really not a good way to fight terrorism and that it's, at the end of the day, counterterrorism ought to be primarily an intelligence uh, and policing matter where the pointy end of the stick is uh, special operations forces, as was the case here. Uh, another thing that this doesn't show, uh, a lesson that we shouldn't take from it, is that this has nothing to do with failed states or political chaos, really. We've been told since 9-11 that a cause of terrorism is failed states, and therefore we have to fix them up. Uh, to be safe from terrorism. And of course, this is related to the last point I was making about 
Afghanistan and how we don't need to fight occupational wars. The truth is that uh, bin Laden was in an organized part of Pakistan. He was in a city with uh, an electrical grid. Uh, he was on the grid uh, and uh, not living out in the boonies in the uh, far Afghan end of the northwest frontier provinces. So. Uh, again, uh, a lot of us been, have been saying for a long time that the failed state's thesis is wrong, that even in the 1990s in Afghanistan, the problem was that the government, the Taliban, allied with al-Qaeda, not that there was no government. Uh, and this is, I think, just more evidence of that and therefore more evidence that we don't need to be fixing up failed states in order to be safe from terrorism. Uh, and, the, and a final uh, or third lesson from this is that uh, I think something that we shouldn't take away from it is that this justifies a lot of defense spending. It, the amount of uh, the capabilities that we used in this operation are niche capabilities in terms of the defense budget. Uh, credit goes to the intelligence services and to special operations forces, particularly the Navy SEALs uh, and uh, NSA, I think, was involved heavily. So uh, we should uh, give credit there, but uh, we shouldn't say, well, geez, uh, this goes to show that all our tax dollars in the Army and the Navy and the Air Force are going to good use because uh, those services, of course, had very little to do with this, and we could have a lot less of, uh, spend a lot less money on, on most of the defense budget and wouldn't affect this operation at all. Ben Friedman is a research fellow in defense and homeland security studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.